Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And today I'm very excited to talk with someone who's been leaping off the cliff for the last 10 years, uh, trying to build the, the plane that all entrepreneurs try um as nerve-wracking as it is he works with those high performing individuals that want to get clear on their spirit on their body and on their mentality please ladies and gentlemen welcome eric johansson eric thank you so much for being here hey phil it's a real privilege to be here thank you for having me um I had a little bit of a thing, uh, a bio of you here. You you jumped into the game 10 years ago. Um, just introduce yourself so that my audience can get a bit more about you. Yeah, so that uh, jumping off the cliff experience you referenced, that's that was kind of like the moment for me. And, and 10 years ago, it was digital marketing that I jumped into. So I started by selling websites and, and specifically websites that were built for smartphones. Because at that time, you know, mobile websites were still uh, an issue for business. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that jumping off the cliff experience was I had a full-time day job. It was good, you know, good income, stable, but I was completely unsatisfied, knew that I wanted to work for myself. And I had, you know, I was very, had an aptitude for technology. And so I made this decision that I was going to jump into that world knowing very little bit, you know, I'd never built a website. And so I literally started selling websites in the evening and on the weekends, you know, still working my day job. And I found myself at this moment where I was working 80, 90 hours a week, doing my day job, coming home, building websites. Because that's the other thing. I had a lot of sales experience that my day job was an outside sales job. And so what I found was when I started selling websites, I started selling them, you know, people were buying them. It's like, oh. You know, and then all of a sudden I find myself, you know, working all day, hours and hours in front of the computer at night on the weekends. And it was that went on for a few months. And I I was kind of hitting a, like a personal and physical breaking point. And but I wasn't making enough money for my websites to replace my day job income. But I could I could see a vision for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of ran the numbers. and I thought, OK, what if I applied myself to that full time, you know? So I kind of ran some numbers, but they're literally, you know, I had a had a small family and all the normal expenses and, you know, jumping from security to complete sort of unknown. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that was my jumping off the cliff moment. But standing here 10 years later, it was absolutely the best thing that I've ever done. You know, not only just for my life, you know, mentally and emotionally and physically, but, you know, just allowed me to kind of really see who I was. And I encourage anybody 
you know, these, you know, whenever I talk to people that are kind of hinting around, like, uh, I'm not really happy with my job and I'm feeling unfulfilled. It's like, you know, what's your passion? What, what about following your passion? What about doing your own thing? That kind of thing. I want to get into like, what, what made you decide? Like, yeah, you were unfulfilled. And so you decided websites, you were try this website uh, gig, but what was it? Like, what made, what was that spark that said, Hey, let's try this. Like, was there, did you see a video or was it like, I just want to spend more time with my family. What was the spark that started this journey? Uh, you know, I guess it's maybe a couple of things, right. And sparks have multiple points. So, um, every job that I'd ever worked, I just felt like I either, I either ran circles around everybody, but didn't get paid anymore for that. And then in sales, you know, sales people are often abused, so to speak, by their sales organizations. They, they, they tend to treat salespeople, uh, in not the best way. <laughs> I love how you're trying to stay, stay in the, you know, I'm not going to burn bridges, yeah. but yeah. I don't mind burning bridges, but there's no, there's no call for it here. So yeah. in fact, burning bridges, Hey, sometimes if that's what you got to do, do it, you know, like cut off ties, kill what you don't want in your life and head towards what you want. Right. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm a little bit of a savage when it comes to that stuff, but so what I wanted was I wanted to, instead of being stuck sometimes in an environment where, you were like everybody around you is complaining about everything. And, and it's easy to get caught up in that. I wanted an environment where I was responsible for everything. And now, you know, as, as my mindset has developed over the years, and especially as I stepped into coaching now, my mindset is pretty black and white with that. In fact, one of my working philosophies is that everything is my fault. And, and what I love about that is if there's anything I don't like, well, guess what? I get to fix it. And so it's the same thing in business. If there's something I don't like about my business, I get to fix it. So for me, that's very fulfilling. Whereas when I was an employee, you know, a lot of times it's just like, well, that's just the way it is. You know, and people tend to lean on the status quo instead of, you know, trying to um, excel. So that was part of it. Um, part of, The other part of it is I, I really value autonomy. And I just wanted to do my own thing. I, I wanted to, um, you know, just be responsible for how I was making money and how I was living my life. And, you know, cause you think about it, even if you just work a standard eight hours a day, that's, that's a third of roughly a third of your life. I mean, you know, nobody works seven days a week typically, but it's a big portion of your life. And if you're not happy with it, well, whose fault is that? Right. No, I, I, I love that mantra. Like if, if you don't like something, you got to change it. Cause you are 100% responsible for your life. It's a great mantra to have, especially when you're starting out on your entrepreneurial journey, like you need to be responsible. I love the autonomy as well. Um, so when did the transition from, you know, building websites to coaching people happen? And was it like a, a gradual change or was it like nearly a near instant change? Okay. So, um, I guess a little bit of both. So let me, let me just tell a little bit about that story. So, you know, I built a successful website business. You know, I eventually got into all kinds of things, digital marketing and, and that was good. And, and I enjoyed it. Um, I love small business owners. I just, you know, I love that kind of entrepreneurial mindset and I like working with those people. But after, you know, quite a few years, I realized it's really not my passion and so to be clear, my, my two biggest passions in life are health and spirituality. And so what happened, what, what kind of, you know, the opportunity, I guess, that I created myself because everything's my fault, right? 
uh, I was I was in a business. I had partnered with a guy that did something a little bit different, but it was close enough related to my digital marketing business that we partnered up with that, brought our skills together, built a great business, um, still generates a healthy residual income to this day. And I literally didn't work for about a year and a half. And during that time, I just I just kind of contemplated life. Like, what, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And it didn't take me very long to decide I wanted to follow what I'm, what I'm the most passionate about. And so consequently, during, you know, like prior to this, for probably about five years, I've been listening to this one particular guy, his podcast, and he is a coach to coaches as well as like a mindset guy. And so I was listening to his mindset stuff. That's what attracted me to him. But then he was always talking about like, hey, you know, you want to become a coach. And, you know, I train coaches and he had little little programs and medium level programs and big programs. And I eventually went through all of his stuff. But I had made that decision like, hey, you know what? Marrying my passions for health and spirituality with coaching completely makes sense. And, and so that's what I've been doing for about the last year. I love it. I love how you're helping the helping people just become clear in what they need in life because yeah. their health health is so important, um, both mental health and physical health, and the spiritual aspect definitely helps with the uh, the mental health. Um, when you were taking that year off and you were rediscovering, reinventing yourself, and investing in yourself, did you get worried that you weren't on the right track at any point? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so when, when my business partner and I decided to put the business into maintenance mode, <clears throat> I didn't know what I wanted to do. In fact, I, I, I told him and a few other people that I was intentionally just kind of, kind of go black for about six months, just off social media. Um, wasn't going to even think about what I wanted to do. I was just going to kind of chill and do nothing. And that's exactly what I did. In fact, it turned into eight months, somewhere between six and eight months. I started, you know, kind of having those recurring thoughts like, all right, it's time to, it's time to figure it out. And that's when I, that's when it kind of crystallized for me, like figure out your passion. And and so I put the coaching and my passions together, but then that's where, you know, to answer your question, that's where some weirdness kind of came in. Like, can I do this? I've never done this before. I'm, you know, I'm 56 years old and I'm essentially starting from scratch right? Like I'm, I'm going to build a business that I've never done before. And it's like, you know, I did that 10 years ago and so I can do it again. So that was at least a frame of reference, but yet, you know, building a website and building a coaching business are radically different things. <laughs> well, at least you know how to sell. Cause you, it, the, the fact that you know how to sell can help you in that regard, that, that, that ability it helped you sell those websites, so it could definitely help yeah. you sell the coaching part. You have that skill set, and you already know a how to difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, when did the podcast come into it? Because I know you're you're a fellow podcaster, right? So okay, so this is this is kind of what happened, and, and I guess I'll tell this story just because it might have value um, to your listeners in terms of you know connecting with people and what might happen from that. So. I was literally in a ClickFunnels five-day challenge. This It was that big one that happened like five, six months ago. The one with Damon launch Johnson? 2.0. Oh, the 2.0 launch. Yeah. Okay, yes. I remember that. And, and during that five-day challenge, um, I was reaching out, you know, within the private Facebook group, I was reaching out to, to men and I was... I was putting together a men's only accountability group. And so about 22 guys joined that group and it 
kind of quickly boiled down to about 10 and then now five. But now it's five guys that like we, we totally got each other's back, right? Mm-hmm. And in that group was the guy that I met and we really bonded over, you know, he's in, he's in the United Kingdom and he's all about helping dads. And, you know, that's definitely a focus for me. And so we just, you know, started spending more and more time together through zoom and, you know, decided that we would develop a podcast together. And so it's, you know, it's in its infancy. We just cut our fifth episode today. Um, but it's good. And, and, you know, I, I can kind of subjectively stand back and look at my own podcast and go, you know, we're getting better. Like even the first one wasn't horrible, but it's like, okay, there's, there's improvements, you know, we're, we're getting mm-hmm. smoother at the process and, and, and it's fun. So I don't know. Does that answer your question or are it, you asking more? No, it, it's a great, I was just wondering, cause you're, you're a fellow podcast. I love talking podcasts as well. Cause that's one of my joys. And I know you have one and I wanted to know if it's related to the spirit um your soul body coaching yeah it really is and and so my my podcasting partner his name's steve but he so he's developing his own coaching consulting type business and you know only focusing on dads and so um you know our goal is to you know try to bring nuggets of value that that single dads and fathers can listen to maybe on their drive to work you know, our goal is to average 15 minutes per episode. And we're just trying to bring really actionable, you know, mindset or parenting or, you know, just a variety of topics. Our, our, our three main, like, pillars um, of thought are freedom, faith, and fatherhood. And so kind of everything speaks to those three principles. And just trying to help, you know, just men in general think about who they are and, and that kind of thing. Now, when you when you were getting into this group of accountability, which I think is very important, you need to have those people that are going to hold you accountable in the community when you're trying to do something new. Um, how did you go about, like, what happened to get it down to the five core members? Like, were the others not being involved in it? Were they not being accountable? Did you guys kick them out or did they leave by themselves? Yeah, yeah. So, um you know, what happened initially is there was real high enthusiasm. You know, everybody was kind of all about it in the very beginning. And then as people just kind of, people pretty much self-selected, like they just stopped showing up. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I, I had created a private Facebook group for all of us to be in. And so really, as people just stopped showing up, I just removed them from the group. <laughs> call, call it savage, but you know, <laughs> to me, it's like, it's, it's nothing personal, you know. People, if something is valuable to you, you'll show up to it, yeah. right? And so when I say self-selecting, some people were saying to me without words, this is valuable to me. And then other people were saying it's not valuable to me. And it's nothing personal, no hard feelings, but this is a group for the people that are committed to this thing. And so, yeah, it boiled down to five guys. And we're all That's over cool. the world. It's crazy. Like Turkey, the UK, United States, Canada. So pretty cool. I, I love that. And that sense of community helps you grow because when you are having that bad day, you can lean on these members and you know, they're going through the same things that you are. Um, so I love that community. It's something that uh, I think podcasters have understand and they need to understand that it also can grow and uh, help them uh, become better. Yeah. Um, 
where do you see your coaching in the next five years or in 10 years from now? Since you're starting a new business, um, 10 years from now, where do you want to be with this business? Um, I mean, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk more about five years. Five years. Five years is fine. Yeah. yeah. Let's go so five years. Five years where I want this to be. Okay. So right now I'm focusing on gaining one-to-one -one clients. Mm -hmm. I have a couple. And, but the long-term goal is to really not have one-to-one -one clients. I want to generate or develop evergreen content that's highly valuable, but also vetted through my, my learning curve of doing one-to-one -one coaching, you know, cause I don't, I don't want to just create content and think, Oh yeah, everybody's going to love this. You know, I want it to be like tried and true tools and assessments and, and content that I know changes lives because I've worked with that content and those tools one-to-one -one with people. So you know, the five-year goal is to, you know, have that evergreen content just hammered out and working and, you know, all of my lead magnets and everything just driving to that. And then I'll just support it, right? Like I'll have a, I already have a private Facebook group, but I'll just continue to grow that. And, and I'll just maybe, maybe the idea is show up in the group live once a week and just support, support people, but as they're going through the content at their own pace. I like so that's, that. That's kind of the five-year vision. Get it to a uh, pass, a pass, a, nearly a passive type income, yeah. so that you still have that freedom to do what you want and take on those clients if you want to work with those clients. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, even a higher goal with this whole thing is, so so one of the things that I highly value in life are people that give themselves away. So my goal is to make enough money doing, you know, like I already I already have a business that generates residual income. I want this to generate enough income by providing, you know, the value that's changing people's lives, but so that it puts me in a position where I can help people without charging them. Oh, I love that. That's, that's, oh, that's an amazing goal to have. And, and I don't, I don't even know where that's going to go exactly, but I'll tell you how I'm, I've kind of got my feelers out there a little bit. And so if you don't mind, let me, let me explain what that, please, so, please. <clears throat> A couple, about three weeks ago, you ever have epiphanies, like you jump in the shower and you're in the shower for a few minutes and it's like, wait a minute, you know, and like you got to jump out of the shower and record it or something on your phone so you don't. So I had one of those moments in the shower and, and it was set up, you know, through Calendly and all that, set up a free 30 minute phone call. Actually, it originally started out with a 15 minute phone call and then I would promote it in men's health group, you know, like mental health groups and things like that on Facebook. And I started doing that and I got like scheduled out for a month right away. I did two slots per week. So two 15 minute slots per week. Well, then I quickly realized 15 minutes just wasn't long enough to bring much of any value. It was, it was super rushed and it just didn't feel right. So I expanded it to 30 minutes and then I doubled down. And so now I do two 30 minute time slots uh, per week. So four total, four calls total a week. And man, I'm telling you, amazing things are happening. Like guys are getting their minds changed. They're, they're, they're seeing things and in, in, from different perspectives. And I'm, and I'm not saying like I have some magic sauce, but we live in a world that is starved to be heard. And, and so the way that I promoted this call, this free call was I'm, I'm primarily going to listen. I don't even, I don't pitch my program. There's no, there's no like slippery side offers. There's nothing. It's like I'm, I'm maintaining complete integrity. 
at the very most, if somebody says, well, what do you do? I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm a coach. And I said, but if you want to talk about that, that's another phone call. I just put it off. And, and I'm literally just trying to give myself away. And, but amazing things are happening. And so it really, I guess this is my way of kind of testing, you know, my resolve or like how, how does the world respond to this kind of thing? And, you know, I've had all kinds of people praise me and like, oh, that's the greatest thing. I don't care about all that. But what it tells me is that people care and, and people, people need to be heard. And so, you know, I'm trying to become a better listener. Oh, uh, I think that's an amazing uh, thing that you do, that you're just being there for people to hear their stories, listen to their problems, help them out when you can, however you can, but just yeah. being a, a, a someone there to listen. And I think yeah. oh, we need a lot more people to just listen instead of trying to sell. Yeah. And the other thing that I do on these calls, is I, I try to ask very um, targeted and powerful questions to them. You know, because I, I kind of feel like, and I think this is kind of the essence of coaching, is that it's the understanding that people have the answers inside of them, but they just need somebody to help help them kind of extract it out. And so the right kind of questions can get, I mean, I think questions are what changes people's minds. <laughs> because when they have to try to answer a question and they hear themselves say out loud certain things, it, it can really change the way people think. Oh, yeah, no. Questions are staying curious and always a asking questions help you learn so much. Um, I want to touch on maybe a memory that you have from your career so far, either the, the new business you're starting or the, the web-based agency um, that kind of cemented why you do what you do why you decide to jump into the entrepreneurial world. It can be something you were able to achieve like that a uh, few, a year off pretty much just enjoying life, or it could be a win that you got for a client, any type of uh, memory that you would like to share with us. Yeah. I, th I think I'd like to talk about client wins and, and it really, um, you know, it's already happened in the coaching world for me. It, it's happened you know many, many times um, with digital marketing and it's literally where, where people, People have even like emotionally broken down. I've had I've had people cry. Um, I've had a lot of people, you know, say things like, I wish I would have found you years ago, you know, um, simply because of the way it's it's not so much that I helped them, but it's the way that I helped them. I think people understood that I wasn't there just to sell them something and then move on. I, I was there to like align myself with them, you know, kind of partner with them in in a smaller way. You know, but to be to be an asset to their business, not just uh, like a parasite. Like I'm gonna sell this thing to you, and then hey, good luck getting a hold of me, kind of thing. Yeah. And and I think, you know, I think the the key, one of the keys to success as an entrepreneur is is actually caring about people, like having something of value that people need. You know, and then of course, you know, we're here to make a living, right? So so whatever that is. But when you when you bring value to the marketplace. The, the market will pay you, but it's, it's like the intent of your heart that I think makes the difference. And, and so, because I, you know, I, I care about people, you know, dare I say, I love people, you know, I want to help people in a, in a real genuine way. Um, I could do that as a digital marketer, but as a coach, I can do it at an exponentially higher level. And, and for me, that's what lights my soul on fire. Oh, I mean, I, I had a phone call yesterday with my client, second phone call with her. 
And dude, I'm still like flying high from that. I can just tell I'm like rocking her world. I, I love, love that. Love that. Oh, um, we are coming to the spark question of the show um, from Seek Discomfort. And I'm interested to know who are your role models? Yeah, well, this this might be a little bit of a different response. So um, my and this is this is coming from the spiritual side of me. I'm a Bible reader. Um, I'm currently in the um, 26th time reading through the Bible. So my role model is literally the Apostle Paul. So I find, you know, I've studied him so much. I find myself. And by the way, nobody asked more questions than Paul. And, and he, you know, Jesus Christ might have been the best question asker ever. But, but Paul's a second runner up for sure. <clears throat> Paul's questions are more relevant to me, you know, because he spoke more to the, the time and age that we live in now. So Paul, Paul is definitely a role model. There are, you know, I've had some other, you know, if we want to kind of bring it closer to, to home, I've, I've had some other role, you know, I've had a lot of clients that become role models just because I've watched them, how they run their business. Um, like a key takeaway for me is that a lot of my clients, sadly, their business is running them, but I've had some clients where they're actually running their business. And, and, you know, I definitely look up to those people from a business standpoint. I, I can keep going. I've got a lot. No, I'm pretty now. sure you could go f for more, but I think that's some great, like, I like the apostle Paul cause he's always asking questions and he's, I like that aspect of it. And of course the clients that you have that run their business, not being run by the business. That's always a great role model to follow because they, they, they figured it out. Really. Yeah, and they, as an entrepreneur, right. That, I mean, there, there's a point where when you're new, your business is kind of running you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're grinding all the time and all that all that kind of typical stuff. But, you know, the goal should be move yourself into a position where you're running your business yeah. or maybe you have other people running it for you. Right. That, that'd be kind of the end goal. But get to a point where the business isn't trying to kill you uh, and zap all your energy. Um, yeah. Eric, I'm going to jump off the screen here. I want you to let my audience know where they can find you, how they can support you, how they can even work with you. So the floor, sir, is yours. Thank you. Well, Phil, this has been really great. I, I appreciate this opportunity and getting in front of your audience. You know, it's really easy to reach me if you if you just want to go to www.erictjohansen.com. It's on the screen if you happen to be watching this, but erictjohansen.com. Everything there, everything I'm doing um, and involved in, you can find there. You can get my phone number, my email. You know, hey, reach out and call me. Um, as I stated already, I'm wide open to having phone calls, and um, I don't pressure people to do anything. You know, my, my goal is to help people make a decision to do something for themselves. So love to, love to talk to anybody that would want to reach out to me. Awesome. Eric, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey, talking to us and dropping those amazing golden nuggets you did, because I'm looking forward to re-listening to this episode and finding all those gold that uh, I may have missed the first time around. I appreciate you, Phil. Um, to my audience, make sure you check out the show notes. They'll have all the links to Eric's stuff so that you can connect with him. If this episode resonated with you, of course, um, I'm looking forward to following his journey now jumping into the coaching world. So it's going to be a great, great rise for him. And always remember to invest in yourself. Hey. 
Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Feel Better stories of monetization moguls or making moguls is what i do so make sure you go ahead and check that out but i want to thank you very much for listening and as always remember to invest